You're listening to the Ask Coach Parry podcast. If you'd like to join thousands of other runners from around the world who are getting direct access to Coach Parry, his science-backed training plans that work, and a community of runners to motivate you and hold you accountable, then head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask. Welcome on to this edition of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. My name is Brad. We've got Lindsay with us once again. Coach, how's it? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, Brad. Under, under the circumstances, we both locked down, as is the rest of South Africa and most of the world almost. Uh, that's what it feels like. And we've been getting some great questions in on the forum with regards to keeping fit and training uh, during this time. And one of the questions that came through was from Brennan Dunn. Brennan says, I'm curious about getting started running in my garden, as is most of South Africa, if you're following on Strava. He says, it's quite narrow and there's a number of tight turns. Would it be best for me to stick to the stationary bike uh i'm just a little bit afraid of getting injured taking all those tight turns what guidelines should i follow if i do plan on running in the garden what, what are some of the the pitfalls and, and some of the things you've seen already with people running running in their gardens Lindsay? yeah so this is a really really good question and obviously extremely relevant question so having a, a stationary cycle that is what i would use to rely predominantly on cardiovascular fitness through these these next couple of weeks um, and I'll explain why at the end of, of the practical part of these of this uh, sort of segment uh, and then in terms of running in your garden and I think there's some general guidelines we will have different size properties with different routes and narrow gardens and and gardens where you can run around the house, etc. But I think the principles will apply for all of them. And that's that you don't want to do too much of that because you are putting an enormous amount of strain, particularly on your outside leg, if you are repeatedly turning and twisting and turning and going around and around. So uh, number one is not to do too much of it. And I would, I would say 10 to 15 minutes to start with and over the period of the lockdown, I certainly wouldn't build that up far beyond 20 minutes um, and, and definitely not beyond 30 minutes. So we're looking at somewhere between 15 and 25 minutes, say, um, not on consecutive days. So I'd look at doing that perhaps three times a week so that you are doing some running um, and then in the actual session that you're doing, make sure that you don't go around and around and around in the same direction. So alternate directions, possibly every K, every three minutes, every four minutes, whatever it is, just make sure you do an even number one way versus the other way. Um, so that again, you are balancing out that stress, particularly on the outside. If you do too much of this kind of running, you are going to get knee injuries. You are going to get hip injuries and, you know, straight after, COVID-19 will have an ITB pandemic. So let's not, um, let's not get carried away in, in our gardens. Uh, but obviously some exercise and some running is great. And if you don't have um, access to a stationary bicycle or some other form of cardiovascular exercise, then use this opportunity to really work on, on strength. Um, there's loads of body weight exercises that you can do. And then when you come out of lockdown, you'll, you'll probably actually be in a much better position. So very importantly, the reason why I've said all these things also in, in terms of why don't you have to be 
or why it's okay not to be completely obsessed with staying running fit. And the, the, the most important thing there is that because in the first week, you'll lose basically zero fitness. In the second week, you'll lose a little bit of fitness. In the third week, you'll lose a lot of fitness, and that assumes that you're doing nothing. So if you are staying active, whether it be strength exercises, cardiovascular uh, stuff on a rowing machine, a bike, so on and so forth, then coming out of those three weeks, you're going to have lost very little cardiovascular fitness. You'll almost be able to continue with training as if nothing happened. Lindsay, yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned the strength training and things you can do. Uh, if anybody's listening to this and they need some assistance, we have created a whole bunch of lockdown home-based training programs. There are treadmill and non-treadmill programs available. We're also doing live uh, group classes, strength and conditioning. We've got some indoor cycling classes as well. Uh, if you want to find out more about them, you can click through on the link that's in the player right now. Or if you uh, are busy and your hands are, are tied up, you can remember this URL. It is coachparry.com forward slash lockdown. All one word, coachparry.com forward slash lockdown. That is where you can get access to those programs. Lindsay, as always, thanks for your time. We look forward to catching up uh, in a few days. Hey, it's Brad here again. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ask Coach Parry podcast. Before I go, don't forget to save your seat in our upcoming Comrades Marathon training webinar. You can head over to coachparry.com forward slash webinar for all the details. And if you've got a question that you need help with, or if you'd like to run as well as we know you can, you can head over to coachparry.com forward slash ask.